Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Byte with Mark Strauss. And now, Mark Strauss. I don't think this intro has been any more appropriate for any of our conversations like it is for today. I think you're absolutely right. And hey, hello, you guys. Big Allen coach. Good and morning. Hey, Thank you, Mark. Bulldog, if you're listening. Oh, no, he is. Oh, he's yep. soon. He's listening. So, can you hear me okay? Because I'm hearing a little bit of a feedback. Oh, uh, yeah. We can hear you fine. Hold on one second. Let me uh, let loud this. and clear. Blowing her ears off. As they say How's that? CD is that better? World. That's a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. You guys are a little fainter than normal. I got you. All right. Well, I, so I don't want to crush over you. So, first of all, I just want to say we have a great topic today. I mean, I'm excited, and I want to tell the audience that this is original thought from me, from a whole bunch of headlines, articles, and just musings from me directly. And the topic today is the great reality swap, swap, and the edge is which will you choose? So the great reality swap, the edge, which will you choose, is an incredible topic because we're going to talk about one of the most amazing things about human beings. And I really have to tell you this. I think human beings are so versatile and so amazing because we're able to immediately switch from one theme to another. Not even if we finish the, the old theme, we just switch to the new theme. And when we switch to the new theme, we dive in head first and we absolutely create all our problems because we never really think things through before we dive in. On the other hand, yeah. we wouldn't have innovation without diving in. So the cool part of this topic today is we're going to talk about robots and virtual reality. Because you see, as the robots take over our physical world and start doing everything we physically don't want to do, like clean our drains, like do the dangerous things of doing war and like our drones and like um, driving our cars, cleaning our homes and doing things that are so mundane that why would we possibly want to lift our little pinkies? And at the same time, though, we've now created a new universe called the Meta Universe, where now we're selling real estate as if. It is real. Yeah. And that real estate is being sold by location. Yes. That's right. Location, location, location. And with that, and that was from one article by way that was so funny, trillions of dollars are anticipated to be spent in a virtual world when we haven't even yet taken care of our own world. I, so I think it's insane. I'm asking you all, what universe do you want to choose? The real world where you can touch things? and look at a child and see their skin, or today go into a amusing world where it's kind of like a 1990s video game, so it's kind of crude, but you can do a concert. Oh, you can see Justin Bieber in that concert, and you can actually pay for tickets to actually see a subpar experience. But because it's in a virtual world, it's got to be superior to our world. My gosh, it's the newest thing. I was going to dive in. Hey, I will give money and do everything. But I wonder, are we just diving in because it's the newest thing? Or are we going to just allow uh, the meta or old Facebook, Zuckerberg, be able to own and to actually create unlimited real estate just so they can make more money? And in fact, by creating the virtual reality, They've now escaped all lures of the physical world 
and they can create a reality that you have to pay into with any rules they want because they own the world. And I find it insane that now we've got worlds owned by corporations that people are paying trillions in real estate for. But the truth is that world is owned by an entity. And you're not buying physical real estate, you're buying space and servers in virtual space. So I today just thought I would ask you guys, what do you guys think about this? So come on, Coach and Big Al, give, give me your input. It's not, well, it's not really, it's interesting because I'm, I'm pretty cynical for a millennial. Like I, I, have, I want nothing to do with this. I think it's crazy. I saw last week there was an article that somebody bought a plot of Metaverse land because it was next door to Snoop Dogg's plot. They haven't done anything <laughs> with right. it. It's just, it's, 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 you're, you're paying almost $200,000 for zeros and ones that has value. Why? Because other people play the game. I don't get it. I, I, I'm not into it. I think they, that it will create another market, uh, you know, in a, in a virtual sense. There, there'll be like its own economy. I don't know if they're going to move, they're going to keep dollars or if it's going to be like Grand Theft Auto, where you buy video game dollars. I have no idea. It just seems really weird, and pretty soon... Aren't they all video game dollars, though? Uh, pr- I mean, you sort don't touch of. your paycheck. No, it goes directly I mean, into a number. You see the number no, on, your, on the, your bank account. These days, within the video games, they have almost like when you go to an arcade, you have to purchase tokens instead of just putting quarters in. Yeah. So that that's that. And then um, uh, in terms of the, the virtual reality, saw something last week that's going to make it even more real. Have you seen these ultrasound pads that sit in front of you and create the sensation of touch? Yes. And in fact, I was looking, like I said, this has come from a whole, I'm, if for the audience, I am writing a book right now that book Bulldog's going to be contributing to. Okay. All about all of these technological stories we've been talking about. So I'm in deep it's- research mode. It's, it's, I have it's been crazy. blown away yeah. at all the things that have been created. There are body suits now that are created that will create pressure sensors yes. that will basically give you pressure sensations all over your body. Yeah. It's scary. So for the audience, imagine this. Disney now has a robot that can do acrobatics with the grace and form I of saw the human that. body. That's insane. The robot was beautiful. It was in the air being able to look like a human. But guess what? It was actually doing it more perfectly than any human could do because it can actually monitor air speeds and do things that no human could ever do fast enough. Right. Humans are not going to be as good at doing many tasks as the robots. There's only one limiter to the robots today. And I want the audience to understand this. Robots are ready to come into your homes. Robots have the intelligence to start doing all the physical tasks that we don't want to do. We have one limiter, power supply. Right now, robots don't have a very robust power supply because our batteries are weak compared to what they're going to need yeah. in the future. Yeah. But I guarantee you this, with solid uh, state batteries and some of the stuff that we've talked on this show, right, right, Coach? And yeah. Big Al, we talked about batteries. Yep. 100%. They're getting better. Yeah. Every and day. as they get better, guys, those robots are coming to a house near you. And this is what I'm going to ask. Or a job near you. Why are we... Flying, I mean, literally flying into virtual worlds as fast as we can to escape our reality. Is it because we're a little bit unhappy about the world we've, we've made? Is this an escape 
by millennials and Gen Zs to basically say, I don't like this world, so I'm just going to go in, NFTs, yeah, sure, I want to own something virtual. I don't want to own anything physical, that ain't cool. I don't care about the physical world. And what I really worry about is what happens when you have, like in our political system, people inside the virtual world that put more emphasis on its reality than on our own world. And that is how I'd like to leave Tech Byte today. As wow. this is not about, and I mean this, about having fun, everyone. This is about what reality will you end up spending most of your time in. Yeah, wow. I, I don't think, I think you made great points. And I think if, it, if you look at it as like a video game, like a virtual world, that's always served a purpose to some people as a form of escapism, just like watching a movie or reading a book. But then once we start to normalize a virtual reality, not a game, it's no longer a game, because simulations like uh, I, like uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator and stuff like that, those, those all well have their place. I'm never going to own or a plane or be a pilot. I think that, so having that is cool. But to live a second life, I never understood that since... That software came out, Second Life. I don't get it. That's exactly. And I really worry about this. You know, as I write the book and as I'm trying to educate everyone on technology, how to use it well and how, how to use it wisely, it has been amazing at all of the intriguing concepts I've come across. When you look at how humanity throughout history has thrown itself into all of its technologies without thinking it through. America, when it dropped the nuclear bombs, dropped those bombs, but there's one thing that everyone has to realize, no one understood the consequences of what that would start, the arms races right. and everything yeah. afterwards. Yeah, we didn't know it was going to do that. None of this was really thought about. <laughs> right. We just wanted to win a war. Yeah. We were playing checkers and now everyone's saying, we want to make money. Hey, new real estate that's virtual, and that means we can unlimitedly expand it. What the heck? Yeah, Mark, I'm so glad. How can it really have value if you can keep making more of it? That's an interesting concept. He bought real estate by Snoop Dogg's, you know, house. Yeah. He's not even but built. The meta universe can go larger than the Earth. It can be ten times the size of the Earth. So what have you really bought? Because the rules can change at any moment. Because we haven't really defined the rules yet. Right. Pretty intriguing. Now. It, what's what's weird to think about is that <laughs> there, there's a couple things to what you said that that sparked something in my a thought in my mind. Uh, the first part about you know buying real estate and stuff. Essentially, if we have a virtual reality, a true second life virtually, everything that's available and monetized in the real world will soon be available and monetized in the digital world. Take every profession and throw the word digital in front of it. Yeah. Digital doctor. That's right. Digital architect. Digital doctor. Already there. Yeah. Already done. I mean, no, I'm saying like in a role in a, a fake world, not not Zoom calls. I'm saying oh, no, like you'll, I, you'll see I'm a radio like, DJ by day, but at night, I'm a digital doctor in the that, metaverse. Like you showed me the video of uh, Keanu Reeves where he couldn't oh, tell yeah. he wasn't a real person. But that's just, that's a video game. But I'm saying that they make him a doctor. He has all the oh, access, yeah. he has all the information that the, that the web has. And you can carry a conversation with him, a fake, a, a virtual doctor, and give yeah. you exactly. And 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 Mark, the second part of that thought was, um, it seems to me, and I don't know if you noticed this as well, 
don't know how active you are on social media and, and stuff like that, but it seems like everybody is going for the side hustle these days. They're trying to flip anything for a dollar. Affiliate marketing and virtual stuff like that is everybody claims to be an expert. And I'm just wondering if you're noticing that trend too. Is there really anything to it? Well, I'm going to answer it differently. Okay. When Zuckerberg created his cryptocurrency, no one understood what he's really doing was creating a currency for the world that he was going to create, that he could create an unlimited sized world with unlimited amount of assets. So really it is a complete grab to not only create a virtual currency, but to lock people into what you were talking about, into buying things, but basically using a completely different financial system. Yeah. That freaks me out. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're talking about all of these virtual items in currencies and the transfer of wealth, what is really interesting is this is really going to essentially be a transfer of wealth to the technology companies. And if that doesn't freak you guys out, what really freaks me out is these are the same companies that we're worried about censorship today. Yep. Bingo. Yeah. Man, I love talking to you, Mark. Yeah. I'll go back into my closet. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, the most important part of this is my job, and I really believe that, and it's become my mission since we started this great little, you know, tech bite show, is to really start informing people to allow them to make informed decisions. And I think parents especially, you need to start paying close attention to this. Your kids are going to be drawn to this. The dopamine hit for them viewing this stuff and being in this world will be incredible. And it will be where all their friends are going to want to be. So to the parents that that are listening to me today, please make sure your kids have boundaries in this new world. And you should probably go in and experience it yourself and don't think you understand it until you experience it because you too will receive a dopamine hit in that world and you too will understand its appeal. And I, oh, I always say to people who say, well, how do, am I going to help my kids? I say, well, why don't you go into their world, first of all, and understand it before you criticize it? Yeah. At yeah. least if you understand it, you can then, with them, create rules and create you know, basically a policy that prevents the child from becoming addicted and also for the parent not to be a monster always telling the child how bad they are when, in fact, they're addicted to a dopamine that, it, that we as parents are allowing them to have. Right. Just because it's not a cigarette in their hand doesn't mean that it's not, it doesn't have consequences. I agree. Oh, yeah. And probably worse than the cigarette so, down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so anyway, I hope everyone who's listening today will realize I don't want to scare people. But I really want people to really pay attention to what's going on because, you see, virtual reality is coming about because artificial intelligence has really arrived. And we're now able to basically create incredible worlds because, you know, uh, like we know, the, 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 G, the GTA games um, and basically Grand Theft Auto games have really reclassified virtual worlds yeah. many years ago. And from that moment onwards, it has just been a progression of technologies. They're all right now. We can do this. And I want everyone to appreciate, I am not talking about something hypothetical. I'm already seeing hundreds of millions of dollars of transactions every day. NFTs, since we talked about it last year, when they were virtually nothing, are now being sold all over the world in almost every location. 
just yesterday, a friend of mine goes to a oil and gas valve valve conference, and they still are showing robots at the valve conference to be able to take over all of the chores of the engineers in the field. My point is, robots and virtual reality are here. Now, what are we going to do as, as far as the rules, and how are we going to remain human if all we are is in a virtual world? How long? How far out do you think we are from the first divorce from when she finds out he's got a second family in a virtual world? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm serious. That. Oh my god! It's kind of funny, That's but it's gonna it, be right. It's gonna happen. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And we'll be there, right? Watch with you. I I saw yesterday in the real world. Talking about robots, real quick before we we, we go because we do have to take a break. Uh, did you hear about this story, Mark? Um, where this robot only took 90 minutes to learn how to play perfect ping pong? Yes, I did. Scary. Yeah, a little bit. 90 minutes. 90 minutes, and it's a ping pong master. 90 minutes to basically beat the best players in planet Earth. You can't beat this robot unless you unplug it. Unless it lets you. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Wow. It's been a great tech bite. Yeah, it has. Makes you feel all fuzzy inside. Makes me put my aluminum hat back on. Mark Strauss, thank you very much, and uh, have a great week. Mark. Yeah, keep we'll talk to you keep turning that book. Yeah, can't yep. wait for it. Talk to you guys next week.